Hello and welcome to the British English Podcast, the show that helps you understand British culture and British English better as a non-native, intermediate to advanced learner. Today, we have a wonderful guest back on the show. This person appeared in an earlier episode where we explored the cultural norms in the UK regarding weddings. It was uh, bonus episode one, uh, wedding culture, if uh, my memory served me correctly. So remember to check that one out if you haven't and you enjoy this one. Uh, this person is very well known, in fact, on YouTube and, um, well, a lot of other social medias for bringing you beautiful English video lessons, be it on how to pronounce brands properly, grammar videos that get straight to the point, and she even talks about how she became fluent in Spanish. And her channel is English with Lucy. So we have the delightful Lucy with us today. Hello. Hello. Hi, thank you for having me. So today I thought we would give your viewers a little bit of an insight into you, Lucy, the personality Ooh. behind the channel. How about that? There isn't any. Oh. I'm just a robot. We're done. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you very much and subscribe. Please subscribe and like, yeah. No, I'm sure there is. I know there is. Um, so we are going to go through some personal questions, quite lighthearted. Okay. Most of them <laughs> with some sprinkling of, uh, of some interesting ones. Ooh. So let's get into it. Now, before we do, I'd like to let you know that we have our first sponsor for the podcast, which means I can continue to give you, in my opinion, top quality podcast episodes for the foreseeable future. Yay! Now, this sponsor is incredibly beneficial to any language learner, and I encourage everyone to listen up. But if you are a premium or academy member, you can listen to the sponsor-free version of this episode on the website. So head over to thebritishenglishpodcast.com, sign in and enjoy. But yeah, I love telling people about these types of opportunities and I hope this sponsor is of interest to you. And as this episode is sponsored, I've given you a slightly longer free worksheet and I've extended the podcast length from 20 to 30 minutes. So grab that free worksheet in the show notes or over at thebritishenglishpodcast.com and enjoy reading along whilst listening. So this language learning platform is offering to inject a mammoth amount of motivation into your English studies for a period of three months to break beyond your current level of English. And all of this can and has been rewarded with 100% cash back. It sounds too good to be true, but it's simple. If you attend all your classes in the three-month period, you get your money back. It's not even a new phenomena either. I've been working with this company on my YouTube channel for a couple of years or so, and 40,000 people have already taken part in this opportunity. So who is it? What is it? It is the Lingoda Language Sprint. Lingoda are an online language learning platform who offer online language speaking classes. And I can guarantee that this sprint is one of the best ways to find that speaking confidence we all strive to obtain when learning a foreign language. Why? Because of, of what they offer 
in their language sprint. So let me tell you about it. You can choose to do the sprint or the super sprint. The super sprint is 30 classes a month for three months. And if you attend all of them, you get 100% cash back. The sprint is 15 classes a month and you can still get 50% cash back. By the way, you can join the sprint in English, German, French, Spanish and business English. When I was studying Spanish with them, I was amazed at how small the online classes were with a, a maximum of five students per class and with the 24-7 availability of classes. What's more is the teachers, they're not just random native blokes from Craigslist claiming all sorts. These guys, they know how to get a job done. They've been trained well and I made a great connection with the teachers I had, which made me excited for each upcoming class because it was fun. Not only was it fun, the curriculum was structured and interesting and you can even choose what topics you want to talk about by booking the relevant classes. I also loved how you could prep for the lesson beforehand with the slides um, ready and available at any time. So you could pretend it's the first time you've looked at the lesson with all your peers in class, but secretly, You've been pouring over it for a couple of hours. All right, enough of this amazing opportunity for now. I will tell you how you can join the Lingoda Language Sprint later in this episode. If you're super keen to check it out, it's in the show notes below. But let's get back to the episode. All right. Uh, the first one is, what was the last thing you ate, Lucy? Not very exciting. Um, normally, I have the same breakfast every single day, which is banana porridge. Oats, milk, banana. banana. It's so underrated. But I didn't have time to cook it today because I had to set up for our little podcast episode that we also recorded. Um, so I just had the banana. I did also consider having a handful of raw oats and milk as well, <laughs> so that inside it would be like the porridge, but I didn't do that. You didn't do that, okay. No, no. That's, that's a shame. No, that's, that's wise. But uh, thank you for sacrificing your oats for me uh, this morning. What did you do last night, Lucy? Uh, we had venison burgers. <laughs> Okay. okay. And we watched uh, a couple of episodes of The Crown, which is a British mm. TV program on Netflix about the royal family. Yeah, I've heard good things about this. Yes, I'd never watched it before, but my brother recommended it to me, um, and we have very similar taste, and I did really enjoy it. Okay, okay, interesting. How old is your brother? He is, he was born in 1999, so he must be 20. One. Right. He's grown up so quickly. In my head, he's still 15. Is that yeah. a typical evening for you to have uh, a nice dinner, like a, a proper dinner and watch yeah. a nice little program on Netflix? Because, um, because Will's job, he's a farmer, is very, very active. He needs a proper dinner when he comes in from work. I don't, but I like to have a proper dinner anyway. So I always do. We have a light lunch and a proper dinner. Um, we don't watch that much TV normally. Um, but since it's been lockdown, we've definitely watched more. Right. Um, okay. I like documentaries and things like that. I find it quite hard to get into series. But because there's an element of truth to the, to the crown, 
it, I found it very interesting. All right, the next question is uh, a little bit silly. When was the okay. last time you Googled yourself, Lucy? Oh, when did I Google myself? I last Googled, I Googled my pronunciation course to see if it would come up in Google, and it didn't. <laughs> I think it's too new <laughs> at the moment. Um, so that's probably the last time I Googled anything to do with myself. But I try not to Google myself too much. Oh, do you know what? Actually, we did a pub quiz and someone else had Googled me and had made a round on like silly comments that I'd had on my YouTube channel or articles with blatant lies in them. Uh, and I, I definitely did have a look afterwards to think, oh my word, what, what is there that people can find out? And there were some estimated net worths that were hilarious. Tens okay. of millions, which is just not oh, true. That's nothing. That's nothing no. compared. <laughs> yeah, there are some quite funny things on there. <laughs> nothing compared. Sorry, I just yeah. got that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, not too much Googling. Who was the last person you text, Lucy? Ooh. Oh, really boring. My manager. Um, just to say, I can't speak. I'm recording with Charlie. Uh, Brilliant. But but it was actually my mother, like the personal text I sent. Um, yeah. I sent her a message about I'm taking my family to the Cotswolds at Christmas. And she had texted me all excited saying, um, do you think we should book pubs and you know dinners now? <laughs> I think it could be a little early and we are in lockdown, uh -huh. so probably not. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lovely place to go, though, for Christmas. Quintessentially British. Oh, we love it. Well, we're going after Christmas. Oh, OK. But yes, we have a, a post-Christmas relaxation because Christmas isn't always that relaxing when you've got kind of lots of family. So we like to get away. Mm, yeah, I won't, I won't delve deeper with that one. Um, OK, so uh, what's the last personal photo on your phone? Oh, let's have a look. Oh, it's we this one. Of my cat. This is Alfonso. Oh, uh, yes. I, I, I noticed that Alfonso has a little bit of an extra bit on his ear. Yes, tufts. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if you can see them. Yeah. He yeah, is yeah, a Maine Coon cat. So okay. he, um, he's got certain characteristics like the tufts on his ears and a very full chest, <laughs> like a mane, a lion's mane. <laughs> Um, and he's a big boy. He is four kilos already, uh, which is a, a lot. So, yeah, that's your last latest personal photo. Yeah. Uh, what was the last book you read? Oh, I read one on holiday. You know what? I don't read a lot of books. I listen to them on Audible. I absolutely. Love, because I do a lot of running. Um, it's mm. like two birds with one stone, isn't it? You uh Listen Love as you it. go along. But the last one I actually read, which was the first book I'd physically read in a long time, uh, was Lucky You by Dawn Porter or Dawn O'Porter. And it was okay. kind of a chick flick about uh, three separate women who all seem to have the perfect life, but they don't really. And one of them was an influencer. And I found that quite interesting. I love Audible too. I love, mm -hmm. uh, as you said, Killing Two Birds with One Stone. Uh, what, what was the last Audible book that you listened to? Uh, I listened to one called Outraged, uh, which was mm. by a great, she's called Dottie, who wrote it and read it. 
She's a, a used to be a DJ. No, it was about um, people becoming outraged at everything online, and lots of examples um, of that, and how people you know immediately jump to being really angry about something when actually right. there's a story behind it. That I found that really interesting in the age of cancel culture. Um, and one I read before that or listened to was one called Unnatural Causes, which if you haven't listened to it, you absolutely have to. It's by a forensic pathologist. Ooh, there's a mouthful. Yes, forensic pathologist. And he yeah. looks at crime scenes and tries to work out what's happened to these dead bodies. And he did Princess Diana after the car crash. Any gossip? Lots, but you have to read it. You have to read oh, it. Okay, okay, fair enough. It's What's great. the title of it again? Unnatural Causes. It's so Unnatural good. Unnatural Causes. Okay, fair enough. So the next one, this is interesting. Oh no. <laughs> if, you, if you hadn't, if you hadn't met Will, right, mm. would you ever consider dating a fan of yours? I mean, I, I don't see why not. It's so hard to think of myself not being with Will. But yes. Definitely. But I would, I would be worried that that fan would have an image of what I might be like because they've only seen my videos. But okay. maybe if I had started vlogging and they had seen what I was really like, then maybe I'd feel a bit more confident about that. It's just like a parallel universe, but I don't really have any... Um, I don't have any... F negative feelings about dating anyone really <laughs> open to anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wouldn't want to miss out on like the perfect person so why wouldn't i date a, date a fan yeah yeah, yeah but unfortunately or fortunately i am i am with will so yeah very fortunate okay so this is bringing will back in the picture um okay what do you think is your worst habit versus what will thinks is your worst habit oh my worst habit i've got so many one very innocent habit that i've got that re i know really annoys will is i'll cook him something i'll be really excited to hear his feedback and he'll mm. literally take a spoonful of it put it near his mouth and i'll say how is it how, how would you rate it out of 10 and he's like i haven't put it in my mouth yet lucy stop doing that action uh, I haven't put it in my mouth yet Lucy how can I give you feedback on it and I do it every time I can't help it I'm just so excited to hear what he thinks of my culinary creation a more severe kind of annoying habit is that I'm very messy when it comes to my personal life uh, work life is all oh, very organized no, Lucy. are you not tidy no I really really struggle with being tidy when I take oh. off my clothes I'm oh. the first I, I do want to put it on the floor, but I am stopping myself and folding it and putting it away. Um, but I am on top of it, but only, you know, if I, if I let it slide for one day, then I'm completely behind. And Will's very untidy. Sorry, Will is very untidy. <laughs> yeah, so together oh, we're a nightmare. No, you've got to have a balance. No. So what did you say? Is your girlfriend untidy then? She's the untidy one, but I'm a oh. bit of a neat freak. Yeah. I can see with that stack of books. Yes, you. yes, exactly. <laughs> like placed um, them all perfectly. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> so perfectly placed. Not an inch of dust anywhere. A uh, spot of dust, more like. An um, inch? I'd yeah. be very worried. I know. Yeah, an inch. Come on. Uh, no, Stacey, she puts her shoes out everywhere. And we've got a new game, actually, which is quite good. Maybe you might want to try this. 
if you leave something out, the other person can put it wherever they want. So I put her shoes under the sofa in an awkward position. And now she's starting to put her shoes away. But the annoying thing is I'm sometimes forgetful when I leave mine out and mine end up under the sofa. So it's like negative reinforcement then, the opposite yeah. of how you should train a dog. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Okay, That's yeah. horrendous. We've started the cat when he gets up on surfaces we were advised to spritz him with a little misting bottle. I've got one here. It's very, mm. it's not inhumane. It's only a little pst. Yeah, just a bit I of alcohol. I don't know why I've done that. No, absolutely not. Um, but um, I, I think I might do that to Will when he uh, leaves his stuff around. Uh. Just go up to him and go pst. <laughs> We could start doing that to each other. Yeah, I was going to say he would have to do it to you because you're a messy girl. Obviously, but I spent so long putting, putting these curls in my hair that I would be so upset. So maybe that would really work if he started misting mm. my hairstyles out of my hair every time I did something wrong. Here we go. We're either going to get a very tidy house or a very wet couple. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Um, what is the first thing that you do when you wake up? When I wake up, so Will nearly always gets up before me because he's normally got something to do on the farm quite early. Um, I am brought a cup of coffee uh, by Will. So Will brings me a cup of coffee uh, in bed. And if he, it all depends, my morning depends on whether he leaves the door open after he's brought that coffee or whether he leaves it shut. If he leaves it shut, I have the coffee in peace and I just start my day reading the news and sipping the coffee. If he leaves it open, the cat comes in and then I drink my coffee whilst the cat is getting under the duvet, attacking my feet, climbing the curtain, getting on the windowsill, chasing a fly. The other day, Will was holding this cup of coffee over the bed for me to have. And the cat, no kidding, ran up, jumped in the air and slammed it with his paw. And it just went everywhere. He was like slam dunking a, a basketball wow. so yes it all depends on whether that door is open or shut a mischievous one how he's young though isn't he he's six months so he's a teenager at the moment uh, and he's um he's starting to test boundaries yeah good yeah phrase test boundaries yeah pushing his luck it would be a synonymous phrase maybe definitely <laughs> And let's take a break to give you the lowdown on how and when to join the Lingoda Language Sprint. It starts on April 28th, 2021, and you can sign up up until April 16th. Both the Sprint and the Super Sprint require a €49 Euro deposit that is also included in the cashback reward if you attend your classes. The payments you need to make are in three instalments. Uh, so it's it's not one big amount you need to pay to start the language sprint. And the rules are simple. Attend your classes, get your cashback reward. But as always, please check all the rules carefully before signing up. And I also want to mention how if something happens and you can't attend all your lessons and get the cashback reward, they are incredibly affordable at around 10 euros each, which for a small group class with a trained native teacher is brilliant. And what I have also felt passionate about in regards to this concept that Lingoda have designed is the urgency that the sprint offers. Right from the start, your motivation is through the roof, 
due to the monetary reward. Then throughout the process, the real reward of speaking confidence takes over. And because you're doing it every day, it's possible to actually see the change in your skills, even if you're at that intermediate plateau. And then you'll realize it's not about getting the money back. It's about continuing this winning streak of progress with your language skills, which very cleverly turns this kind of fear-based motivation of of losing money and uh, what they call an away from goal into a towards goal, meaning gaining something such as fluency in a foreign language. And this constant positive reinforcement every day for three months can genuinely create a lasting habit of a successful language learning daily routine that can obviously go far beyond the three-month sprint. And the final brilliant thing I want to mention is that, as I said, if for some reason you miss some classes, the motivation, it's still there to make every class worth it. So even if you lost, you'd still be the winner because what you're here for What you're tuning into this episode for, I imagine, is to improve your language skills. And that is without question achieved with any decent speaking class that you do every day. So the Lingo de Language Sprint, in my opinion, is simply one of the best options out there in this current market. And I love telling you guys about it because I really believe in it. I believe it gives you motivation that nowhere else can give. In the past, I've seen some people miss out due to limited spaces. So if you're if you're keen, don't wait until April 16th. Act now, secure your space and, you know, limber up for the start of a new you on the 28th of April 2021. Again, the link is in the description box below. I will tell you how to get a discount on the deposit towards the end of this video. You can find the link to their website in the show notes of this episode or simply search Lingoda in Google. But don't forget to use my coupon code CHANGE59 that gives you a discount and it shows Lingoda that this podcast is worth sponsoring in the future, enabling me to give you more free content. As I said before, if you did want to listen to the sponsor-free episodes in the future and continue to support this show, then you can sign up to be a premium podcast or academy member. And that leads me on to where you can hear part two and three of this conversation. But not before we finish part one. (laughs) That would be crazy. So let's get back to the end of part one. So the next one, you said uh, that you are watching The Crown, but is there any other series or films that you've watched recently that you like and you would you would tell your friends about? Yes. Another series, also on Netflix, not sponsored, wish we were, um, was The Queen's Gambit. Have you heard of this? I have, and I've actually started listening to the audible version of it. Have you? Oh, I might do that mm. as well. What a great idea. Okay, well, I'm sure you know what it's about then, but I'll let you know again. I do, but tell the audience, you know. (laughs) It's about an orphan girl. Orphan means that you've got no parents, they've passed away, Um, who discovers that she's very good at chess and she works her way up to becoming very, very successful. I'm not going to ruin anything. But she also deals with addiction while she's doing it because when she was living in the orphanage, a home for children with no parents... They provide tranquilizers, 
And obviously, if you take a, a drug from a young age, you're very likely to have addiction issues. So that's... Oh, that makes sense, because I, I fall asleep listening to Audible. Ah. And, and they were <laughs> saying about... It? this pill no it's fine and they were t they were talking about this pill and i just didn't understand why they were having this pill oh so they're being drugged yeah uh, they're, they're uh. i think it's just to keep them calm i think there was a huge there were huge prescription med medication problems in the 60 early late 50s and 60s in america and i think tranquilizers were part of it wow wow there we go okay so the queen's gambit the Queen's Gambit is, is fantastic. And the lead actress is just amazing. She's so cool. I will yeah. uh, obviously be missing that on Audible, so I'll, I'll get on to Netflix for that. Um, okay, moving on to romantic question. What's I'd your... love to. Oh, okay, not that romantic question. <laughs> <laughs> What's a romantic gesture that you would appreciate, Lucy? Apart from me asking you. How? Um... <laughs> Um, a romantic gesture that I would appreciate. So I'm trying to think of what has already been done. Well, I, I feel like a coffee in the morning is a romantic gesture in some way. It's about consistency, isn't it? Committing. <laughs> <laughs> this is for life, love. Yeah, I'm just taking the romance out of it. What I find really romantic is consistency. Um, <laughs> certainly not spontaneous that no very, very far from isn't it i think Gesture. it's also when someone really listens to you remembers something and then at a later date performs on it so for Ooh. example i when i first met will i told him i really love fruit you know fruit and ever since i was a kid fruit i mean i used to have my mum used to Sorry, approach are you saying fruit as fruit. in the ve like, I was gonna say, yeah. as in the vegetable, fruit <laughs> as in fruit and vegetables. Yeah, fruit. Right. Okay. Carry on. Why? What did you expect? No, just I'm 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 just shocked. Carry on. Okay. Lucy. Maybe it's because I was using a glottal stop at the end. Fruit. Um, <laughs> it's, the, it's the it's fruit. You okay. love fruit. I okay. love fruit. I mean, where are my earrings? Anyway, I've got so many fruit earrings. Um, today I've got the Corona bottles because we are in lockdown once again. Um, yeah. My mum used to approach me with bowl of a bowl of fruit when I was a child, and I used to physically shake with excitement. It was I used oh. to be allowed to pick sweets at the supermarket, and I would approach my mum with a packet of lychee or something like, "Mum, can I have these?" <laughs> oh, right. So yeah, you've had no problem getting the five a day. No, I actually got told I was eating too much sugar because I was eating so much fruit uh, and had mm. to eat, switch to more vegetables, which was depressing. Um, but yeah, so I told Will that I really loved fruit and the following Easter, he didn't get me any Easter eggs. He just got me lots of round egg shaped fruits instead of Easter eggs. So I had a watermelon. Wow, that's a big one. Lots of um, kiwis and Okay, and yeah, kiwis, like that. that's yeah. a good one. And a yeah. mango as well. And I just thought, a mango. there's a man that listens. I like that. That is, that is good. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a, a lime is good. Mm. A lime? No, I'm not going to have a, you can't <laughs> bite into a lime. <laughs> oh, so you've got to be able to bite. What, 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 hang on. What were the others? You Watermelon. You can't bite into a, well, you need to chop that up. No, the best way, cut it in half, eat it like a bowl of cereal. Scoop it out. 
Oh, I thought you were going to use your face. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to use my face. <laughs> okay. Romantic gesture. Get Lucy a bowl of fruit. She'll love it. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are some values? Oh, this is quite deep, actually. But oh. um, Stacey and I uh, stumbled across this question, and I bloody love it. So you might need a bit of time, okay. but we'll, we'll see. What are some values you'd like your child to grow up to have? And before I go on to tell you how you can get your hands on the rest of this conversation, I'd like to remind you of the amazing opportunity available for those who act soon and secure their place for the Lingoda Language Sprint. It's been running for more than three years and the concept is proven by many successful students all over the world. So if you want to make a real difference to your language abilities, then sign up now with our code CHANGE59 and get 10 euros discount off your deposit. Right, so there we go. Over 20 minutes listening practice with the one and only Lucy from English with Lucy. And this uh, conversation continues to have me in fits of laughter whilst I was editing it. And you can get the video or audio of both uh, parts two and three over on the BritishEnglishPodcast.com. If you don't know by now, I run an online academy over there now with a ton of digital learning resources for intermediate to advanced learners. The episode I released of this conversation has two extra parts, so it's a three-parter with manually edited transcripts, extended glossaries, and over, I think, 65 native expressions explained, and flashcards to help you revise on the go. And then I also have lessons attached to other episodes with videos explaining vocabulary in detail, pronunciation drilling, assignments, quizzes, you name it. You can find all of that in the show notes below or by typing in the BritishEnglishPodcast.com. Stick around here though for a bit longer as I went on to ask Lucy about the thing that she has been slaving over for the last six months to a year and it's all for English learners like yourself. Tell me all about your pronunciation course that I spotted the other day. Oh yes! Um, I have written a course, it's my first ever course um, it's a British English pronunciation course where I teach modern RP, that's the accent that I speak with. Um, and it's basically a course that will teach you to speak confidently and naturally. Okay. Uh, so we go through every phoneme, every sound that comprises modern received pronunciation. We look at connected speech, rhythm and stress, intonation, other little extra bits like the glottal stop and how to pronounce ed at the end of words, the dark L, Amazing. the linking R. We go through absolutely everything. There's over six hours of lessons and over 49 individual lessons. Wow. It's um, It was a big job to create, but I'm so proud of it. I got two linguists to check through everything as well. One checked through all the scripts before I filmed. Another one went through afterwards. So I feel very, very confident about what I've created and we've had lots of students take it already and the feedback has been amazing. Oh, amazing. It's been a huge project, um, but I'm so happy with the results. And um, I've actually created a little discount code 
for your viewers. Wonderful. If they would like to have a look at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's BEP15, and that gives you 15% off the full course. Okay, fantastic. So they can go to Epiphany Language Studios, that's the name of the language platform I've created, okay. the British English pronunciation course, BEP15 for 15% off. Wonderful. All right, fantastic. So we will put that in the show notes of the podcast. So yeah, thank you very much, Lucy. I appreciate your time. Thank you. And um, yeah an interesting insight into the personality behind the channel. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It has been a pleasure. Very enjoyable morning for me, evening for you, I hope. Yeah, yeah, it has been, yeah. Well, on that note, that's all from me. Thank you, Lucy. Goodbye. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> I think I throw you off. I'm gonna keep that. There we have it, the lovely English with Lucy. Remember to grab the free worksheet for this episode explaining some of the native expressions from today's conversation. And I will see you next week for another episode of the British English Podcast. I've been Charlie Baxter. And today, I think you've been a well-behaved student. Yes, you've been well-behaved. So you get a patronising gold star to stick on your exercise book. How about that? Oh, talk, talking of being star students, I said I would be starting a listener mail section this week um, in my newsletter that I send out each week, which I highly recommend joining as I send these weekly emails updating you about my week with even more native expressions. Uh, so today I'd like to thank Beck, Beck from Japan for emailing in earlier this month to tell me a bit about himself. So let's see. Uh, I wonder if I can pronounce your Japanese name, Beck. Okay. Katsuchi, Kats, Katsuito Becky. Any good? I wonder. I wonder. Apologies if it's butchering your name. But yeah, Beck says it's a pleasure to listen to these episodes and to boost his English skills to get to the next level. Beck travelled to New Zealand in 2016 after graduating from university in Japan and got a job as a waiter in a hotel in Wellington, which helped him improve his real English or daily conversational English. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Beck says that he went on to be a flight attendant for a Malaysian airline, which helped him become more tolerant to people and more open-minded. Yeah, I can imagine your tolerance is, is definitely tested being a, a flight attendant. Excuse me, can I have some nuts, please? Can I have more beer? Can I smoke on this aircraft? No, sir. No one has been able to do that since the 80s. But due to the pandemic, Beck has gone back to Japan. Wow. And although this has altered his life dramatically, he said, I don't see it in a negative light and I'm ready to move on. Amazing resilience. Um, this leads to Beck becoming a listener. And I quote, since I came back to Japan last year, I gave myself a task, which is to fix my accent. So I have been learning British English to boost my English skills to get to the next level. I know it's not necessary to fix the accent and speaking with a Japanese accent is fine, but I just want to wow people and I am really enjoying the process. 
To study a British accent, I have been listening to your podcasts because your accent is very clear and easy to understand. And I think I have reached my limit of learning on my own. Now I need your help. Last but not least, thank you for having me here. I always enjoy listening to your podcasts whilst walking, running and even driving a car. I am looking forward to the next one. Best regards, Beck. Wow. Thank you so much for taking the time to write in and tell me why you're listening and and the journey you've been on, Beck. Um, if you've got a story to tell regarding your language learning journey, I'd love to hear it. Maybe tell me why you wanted to learn English, what it's done for you, how the podcast is helping and where in the world you are at the moment. Thanks again for tuning in and for Beck for writing in. I'm also starting my weekly speaking calls in the Academy as of April and the price will be going up as of the 1st of April. So join now while it is still discounted and you will be getting yourself an absolute bargain over on the thebritishenglishpodcast.com. Thanks again. Signing off for real now and see you next week on the British English Podcast. 